Welcome to the 2019 Baldi's Awards. These are the, the, the deliberation videos. Let's see if I can say that. It's tough. Uh, we intend these things to be watched sort of after you watch the Baldi ceremony. So if you haven't seen that yet, maybe go check it out and then come back if you have questions or want to see the whole process. Uh, maybe wonder why we voted a certain way. This is where you'll get all that information. Also, we're going to spoil every single bit of everything on this list. So if you haven't seen it all, don't watch this. If you haven't seen every piece of television and film that came out this year, you probably shouldn't watch. That's not true because this is actually not intended to be a comprehensive list of everything that came out this year. It's actually just everything that we saw, either one of us saw, that came out somewhere between January 1st and December 31st, 2019. So if you're wondering, oh, why didn't X get included? It's probably because we didn't see it or it didn't come out this year. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I think without further ado... Let's check out the Baldies. Okay, we have Best Female Actor category. Uh, the actor categories are a little different because you, to be eligible, you have to be on a television show that Jim and I watched. Movies don't count. Uh, those are arbitrary rules of the game. Mm. Uh, we don't distinguish between comedic performances, dramatic performances, starring bits, guest starring bits. So... In practice, is this is actually the best female actor in a dramatic starring role, usually. On television. On television. Yeah. But it's still fun. And and uh, <laughs> I, I like thinking back at all the different performances. Yeah. Uh, let's start with uh, Emily Watson. She plays Alana Kamyuk from Chernobyl. She's at the top. She's going to stay at the top. Sure. Uh, it's pretty good. Not for long, though, because Maggie Gyllenhaal is a beast. Maggie Gyllenhaal is, as Eileen Candy Merrill from The Deuce uh, is going to go above her because she... Uh, do we do we want to kind of get these in rough order and then talk about them? Yeah, we can do it to the top. Okay, it's just to the top. Okay. Uh, Margarita uh, Laviva is Abigail Abby Parker from The Deuce. Uh, to the top. I feel bad for her. There's a lot of because top. she's an excellent actor uh -huh. who does not have anything flashy to do in that series for the right. most part. Right. She is there as almost a utility character in most cases and plays sort of second fiddle to uh, Vincent. Yeah, she's a little bit of an audience, I guess, a, maybe an audience surrogate. Like you're supposed to like, a, what, is a, what is an every yeah. person, like a person from a more uh you know standard middle class uh upbringing like what what is this person who gets dropped in the deuce what do they make of it she definitely has her own story uh -huh. that she's playing out but like it's outshined i think by the sheer opportunity for better performances in other roles she's one of the main cast that's not trying to get rich off the the deuce they're trying to like do do right by the deuce yeah uh and that's that's an interesting performance but like yeah i don't think she goes to the top because we're already at the top, and I don't think she's better than Emily Watson or Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, uh, Emily Mead as Lori Madison on the Deuce, though. I think she, we can comfortably send her to the top. She can go to the top. Uh, I'm not even sure if she was the best female actor, not the best female actor on that whole damn show. Could be. Uh, Elizabeth Shue as Madeline Stilwell, the boys. Uh, pretty good, memorable villain role. Had some really interesting. Uh, emotional work with a demented Superman character. Mm -hmm. I really like Elizabeth Shue. She's, she's, I've always had a bit of a crush on her. Mm -hmm. Um, but this is, what about her with a spider head? 
uh well then yeah to the to the bottom uh send her to the pit of fire uh i i think she's fine where she's at okay uh shora uh shora shore i just looked this up shore agdashalu yeah as christian avasarala from the expanse unleashed this year the full gamut of fucks and mm-hmm. cocks and shits like yeah. She's no longer on basic cable. She can talk like Avasaral is supposed to talk in the books, and she's pretty glorious. Yeah, I think it served her well. Uh, she's also playing. Uh, this is a, the first time I've seen her actually vulnerable. Um, mm-hmm. She is no. She's always been the power behind the throne. Now she's on the throne, and uh, it's 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 harder to get things done by fiat when you can't just move behind the scenes and use people as pawns and discard them when they're no longer useful. Um, I thought that was a pretty interesting place to see this kind of career politician power player um yeah she was almost in a supporting role this season though, yeah because of how little screen time those other stories were given that makes me think that she doesn't need to be sent to the top probably not so i'm fine with leaving her there and seeing how that shakes out regina king as angela abar from the watchman she was also handicapped by just a really pitiful excuse for a husband yeah you're right they they really did argent dirty yeah uh well let us send regina king to the top though shall we okay because she was fucking excellent uh carly chaikin yeah darlene as darlene uh and mr robot you want to what about grace gummer right below her both of them to the top yeah i can see that okay um carmen ajogo from True Detective as uh, Amy Reardon, Amelia Reardon. Yeah, she's fantastic. To the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we got Ellen Page, who is fine as Vanessa Hargraves, number seven, Umbrella Ad Academy. I'm, I think she's she's fine where she's at. Yep, same for Millie Bobby B. Uh, Natasha Leone, want to send her to the top? She's she's, she's uh, starring yeah. role she, she in a comedy. She makes that series, in my opinion. Yeah, like, you're right. Her just her demeanor, her cynicism, and you cast an average Hollywood female actor in that role, and it's yeah. immediately less interesting. Uh, she's exceptional. Um, Sarah Goldberg as Sally Reed for Barry. Center she's strong. Top. Yeah, I mean, Center again, comedy role. It's going to be tough, but we'll see how she does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say the same thing about uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge from Fleabag. Yeah, uh, amazing, amazing work. All the way to the top. Uh, how about Sean Clifford, who plays her sister Claire from Fleabag? Less to the top. I mean, I, I mean, she's <laughs> what does not that gonna, even mean? If if Fleabag takes this, she's not going to be the one to get it. Uh huh. Uh huh. So what do you what do you think needs to happen here? I don't think she's going to make the top. So just 10 just just here. leave her here then. Should we change this to a numbered list? Uh, do we? Don't. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay bring some order to this chaos yeah uh so we're fine with sean being there mm-hmm. uh anna fabrega fabriga uh tati as from los Spookes. she's really good she's playing a very odd character i'm gonna throw her to the top and okay. you know what also how about darcy carden as janet from the good place throw her to the is top is this the season where she played everyone yes okay then she needs to go to the top okay because i thought she had so she just fucking nailed every single character. <laughs> it's very hard to play those very different people, and it's mm-hmm. about accent work. It's about yeah. gait and posture. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's about m- tilting your head in certain positions, and uh-huh. she crushed it. 
it's a really, really impressive feat of comedic acting. Yes. And then finally, Edie Patterson, uh, Judy Gemstone from The Righteous Gemstones. I like her. I don't think she's going to go to the top, though. Okay, so she's just, just, just you just want to leave her there at the bottom, Jim. Okay, sure. All right. You know, seems like you're doing doing your girl Judy there dirty, but uh, well, well it who, was am I, who am I to judge? Stiff competition this year. You're right. It is very stiff. It's very uh, competition. I mean, I I'm going all the way down to number thirteen ish as people who deserve to be nominated. So yeah. Okay. So. This is an itch. Okay, so this is some interesting shootouts at the beginning. Uh, Anna Fabriga as Tati from Los Espookes versus Darcy Carden as Janet from The Good Place. That's a tough. I think Tati's better because it's a wholly original character where Janet, like, you couldn't do this in season one with Janet. You no, need you to know Janet and what the capabilities of this sentient intelligence are before something like this is available. And you need to know all the other characters. What the hell playing, would they like, get up to with Tati in season three of Los Spookies is what I'm wanting to know. Yeah, that's a good question. So, Are they doing more of that show? Huh? Are they doing more of that? I don't know that it's been officially, formally, but probably. Producer I heard it was. Yes. Oh, okay. Producer's so, saying yeah. So there you go. Producer knows all. Um, But that's what I'm saying. Like, the, that, the foundation, like, yeah, the, you need a foundation to do Janet. Yeah. in the good place and Tati is is, is building that foundation so I, I think she's better seems more like an argument for Janet than Tati it's more of an argument for Janet the character mm-hmm. but I mean I love I love Darcy Carden she's she's pretty amazing um I do too I feel like those are those are swapped like Darcy Carden really yeah just the range required for that is extremely impressive in my mind that's true. I mean, you, we like taught like Anna Fabriga could be a female uh, Danny McBride, and we just don't know it yet. Right. Like, could she do something beyond uh, other than than that Tati character? I don't know. I've never seen her before. Uh, okay, so I'll swap that just for argument. We might revisit that. Maybe we won't. Um, okay. Everything's everything's at play here in the Baldies. How about Phoebe Waller Bridge? To me. This these we were we're talking about supporting stars and now we got a main yeah. character and they just can't compete. Uh, she goes to the top. I agree. Uh, it, it's man, it's, it's going to be a weird year if the if comedy takes the top. Um, but <laughs> uh, so now we're at Sarah Goldberg, um, which is another. I guess she's. I think she's okay where she is. Yeah, I was trying to just put her in. Give her. She's um. It's an ensemble cast other than like Barry is clearly the star. Oh yeah. And everybody else kind of revolves around him, but she's she's a I guess a main star. Uh but I think she's not going to be able to go higher than this. I agree. Tati is is a more difficult uh performance. It's maybe not as nuanced, but it's yeah. more difficult. <laughs> uh Natasha Leone uh from it might be Le- is it Leone or Leone? Either way, I don't know how to pronounce that name. Either way, uh, as Nadia from Russian Doll, she's going to march up. Yeah, uh, I say she's better than Sarah Goldberg. Although that's tough because Sarah, as we discussed in our, our, our discussion about Barry and the deliberations on comedy, she did just really good work. Uh, so it's some tough, yeah. emotionally demanding work. A couple of, of big standout moments for her. Um, but I don't, I don't want to put too much emphasis on just a flash of a moment. True. Because I, well, I do think she's good throughout the series. I think Natasha Leone makes that show. There's, there's just like, I, I find it hard to try and even 
think of someone who could replace her in Russian Doll, whereas Sarah Goldberg, I think there are there are quite a few other actresses who could have pulled this off. Where do we think about her and Tati? I think she's better. Uh, yes, I agree. Uh, what do you think about her and Darcy? I kind of think Natasha goes up. That feels right to me. And if that we were might just dealing, if we were just dealing with comedy, I think we're done. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're about to get into the drama. Yeah. Uh, Carmen Ajogo. Uh, Man. The first fully, or or I guess, attempt at a fully realized female character in True Detective. For Nick Pizzolatto, yeah. And pretty much crushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, a great sketch of a relationship between a man and a woman. A uh, great sketch of a, of a, you know, a person of real raw intelligence and you know using their skills as a you know kind of a journalist and investigator and educator to uh i yeah i and 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 the the strength that she projects into that character without it coming off as like any kind of anger or like yeah there's no there didn't feel like this character it felt like the character came by their strength honestly and like yeah yeah, Carmen just was able to embody that. And they had just like her, like, and the other thing is like Mahershala Ali's performance would be less impressive if, if it was against a person that was not of Carmen's caliber. Oh, yeah. Like, she really brought the fucking thunder. Uh, so I'm going to send her all the way to the top. What do you think about that? Well, let's do it for now. We'll talk about it. Okay. When things get sticky. Okay. Um, I think there is an argument about because like what Phoebe Waller Bridge was doing on Fleabag is mm-hmm. super fucking impressive, and she was carrying the show. Uh, where that's not quite the case with Carmen, but um, yeah, the drama usually trumps comedy. It's, it sucks, but there there it is. Uh, Carly Chaikin from Dar uh, from Mr. Robot. I know you're not as taken with her performance as I am. I don't think this was as strong a year, except for the episode that you hated uh the 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 airplane episode oh right that's her best performance i think she did some amazing work there i don't really i I think she did a lot of good work around uh i guess i was thinking the panic attack in the bathroom it felt like just very visceral and real um um i i think there was a lot of good work done between her and grace gummer mm -hmm. and they almost sort of move in a pack in this list in my opinion okay because because they pack. played off of each other. Okay, first so of all, well. Grace or Carly, which is better? Neither one. This isn't the best year for either one of them. Like, season three had a lot more for them to do. I thought. I mean, Grace did a hell of a job in season three, but she's also she also did a really good job, and but she's just more subdued and haunted up until you know she she takes her shot at the end of the the season. Yeah, I think it might just be a quirk of the show. Not trying to take anything away from Grace that Carly is better. Um, she's a she's a more prominent role mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I think that's the order I would put those two in. Certainly. Okay. Um, How high do they rise? I want to put them above Sarah Goldberg. Oh, you're stacking them way up there, huh? Just well, kicking just, the comedies to the so, curb. So I, I took these and I moved them up three spots to between Nat- Natasha Leone or Leone and uh, uh, Darcy Carden as Janet. 
Hmm. I might move her. Actually, they, maybe move her underneath Janet. I don't know. It's really tough. Yeah. I'll tell you what, they didn't make me laugh once this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we get to the male actor, Rami, sorry. He didn't make us laugh at all. Uh-huh, yep. It's not true. Him getting hit by a car was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. The whole uh, chase sequence. Okay, let's keep moving for now. Okay. Um. Oh, geez. Regina We're, King. Regina King to the top? Yeah, she can go to the top and we'll talk about it. Okay. But certainly deserves to be mentioned in those terms. All right. Let's... Uh, who do you like better? Okay, this is a shootout. Emily Mead versus Maggie Gyllenhaal. I always, Don't make the obvious shooting gun joke. Come on. No, I'm not. I, I, <laughs> always, always, always Maggie Gyllenhaal crushes this role. Uh, she She's done it every single season. I, I think Emily Mead has too, but I've never quite been as impressed, and I don't know why that is. Yeah. I, Last I, year was a really strong Emily Mead. Emily Mead dropped my jaw with her exit from the show. Yeah, because it was not unexpected, but at the point where I was expecting her character to take a a different trajectory Mm -hmm. and then she went the other way and immediately made sense. But it was just shocking and tragic. And I've never seen I've never seen an actor do that kind of scene with that choice where it's just matter of fact and like, oh, before I can change my mind. And it was chilling how, you know, just I, I. and that's what I'm saying. Like, so I'm thinking of like, what did Maggie do really well this year? She had a really good scene. Uh, the, the relationship between her and her son, and her trying to like turn the corner between a problematic mom, but a good one, uh, just trying to give good advice and keep her son like from making you know some some terrible mistakes of his own. That was really good. I remember her and that lady uh, in the feminist uh, kind of support group. And like that was all filmed where like you think Maggie's just going to come into these bitches and like blow them out with how amazing and libertine and smart she is. And then they're actually kind of have her crushing into the, 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 the grip of reason and the way she played that character, like wanting to get her back up and defend herself, but also like, you know what? I'm going to hear these ladies out was, was, was really good too. Mm-hmm. Um, she did some good work opposite Corey soul this season. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a lot of, a lot of nuance, just very subtle emotions that she had to portray. Right. And, and that's I another thing with like Corey Stoll's like a lot of times I've like, man, who's right here. Yeah. And it's almost like, I don't think you can judge uh, a universal right or wrong. It's like from Corey's perspective, she's wrong. From her perspective, he's wrong. Yeah. They're just not right for each other. And then even some of the stuff with Harv, like I, I don't know their relationship like blossomed and didn't blossom. This oh season. yeah, and it he was... made that fatal mis miscalculation, or like maybe is a desperate gamble, like this that like completely changed the relation. Uh, yeah, some good stuff. She she just does very subtle work, like mm-hmm. a, a, until she gets to a scene where she just absolutely has to blow the doors off, and she does every time. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the scene where she blew the doors off this season, because I can think of the ones for Emily Mead. There were a couple of them, like the yeah. the you know her demise, and also a couple of scenes with like the porn producers. Like, yeah, where she and, like, you know we'd seen her as being like you know well once she gets in L.A. she's going to be so have so much more power, and we found out it's not yeah. true. But honestly, Maggie got to do a lot of that stuff too. Yeah, 
like toward the end. Yeah, towards the end where she was like kind of trying to grub for cash to get this movie made. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got to do a lot of the exact same stuff that that the the, the Emily did before. So I don't know. I I was actually going to fight for Emily being on top of Maggie, but I think you might have talked me out of it. I, I'm really just in the bag for Maggie here, like. Well, and also she's, she's so just every yeah. This the Deuce is man, the Deuce is amazing show. Um, it's kind yeah. of like a, a, a Cliff Notes version of The Wire. Honestly, it makes almost all the same points. Uh, okay, so you want to move them up? Where do you want to move them to? I mean, I think to the top, to the very top, to yeah. the top. Okay, there we go. And we can talk about it later if we need to. Okay, do we want to improve Emily Watson? So Emily Watson plays a composite character who essentially are a all the other Soviet scientists that are not. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Harris. Jared Harris. <laughs> Whatever Thank his you. name is in that. Yeah. Um, so Vladimir Ilyich. She's good. There's like I'm thinking of some standout scenes of her where. Uh, early on, there's like the firefighter's wife who is trying to stay by his side and like the nurses are kind of like sympathetic and then she comes in and like blows them all up. Like, what the fuck are you doing? This is uh, a lot of times where she was trying to hold. Jared Harris is interesting because like the role that Jared Harris is playing to the Politburo where he's trying to like inject reality and like, look, you can't you can't worry about the politics and stuff. I found that he was doing, he's playing the exact same, she was playing the same role as that to him. Cause like, you know, he'd go in there and try to deal tough with all these Soviet uh, bureaucrats. And then he'd come to her and be like, you know, you got to be reasonable and you got to make accommodations. She's like, no, fuck that. It's about the science and the safety and lives. And she's really good at that. Mm-hmm. But I, my gut feeling here is that it's a fairly boring role. <laughs> Like there's nothing super exciting about the role and therefore the performance can't be anything but utilitarian. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know how many others can I say that about? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, like she did her job. And if this was like an average actor, the role would have been much less interesting and more forgettable. And yeah. she made something of it. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. But that will get you very hard to advance past where you're at right now. Yeah. Because you're going from like guesting role to like this this is a this is a true supporting character. It is. Um so Yeah, I think she's fine where she is. Uh Margarita, do we want to do anything with Abigail, Abby Parker? I also feel the same way, very same. similarly uh about her role. I'm feeling the same. Actually, I think we've I think we're done with uh, I think we're done with the top ten. Honestly, uh, I think we got a good top, a good good top ten here. Do we want to like let's say Liz, no? Shura, yeah, we need no, to talk about Ellen, some more Billy of these. Bobby Brown. Yeah, I'm 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 fine with the top ten. Okay, we've already decided that Emily Mead is not that we that, that Maggie Gyllenhaal narrowly edges her out and in a deuce off. So, so we got that. Uh, but here's the thing: questions. Regina King is better than Emily or Maggie in season three of The Deuce versus season one of Watchmen. Hmm. Like what the work she did uh, versus her husband, both in his regular form and his glowing blue one. The work she did in the flashback episode where she was playing her own grandfather. 
the work that she did where she in a, in a single episode she sketched relationship with Don Johnson that had me questioning the basic fact that was staring me in the face about Don Johnson the entire time until it's very in it's like you know why the fuck is he doing this why the fuck is he doing this um that's pretty special I think it's better than either Maggie or Emily Ooh, I disagree really yeah I I think there's something about Regina King's performance in this that does not strike me as particularly believable. And I know. What do you mean by that? Like, there's an acting quality to it. Hmm. Um, whereas Maggie Gyllenhaal and Emily Mead both feel, and, and it may come down to just the scenario, the show itself, right? Like, these these are two fundamentally different shows. But, like, something... You, you might be onto something, because... As as I'm sitting here listening to you think that or say that, I'm realizing that I liked her every man, every woman quality and her kind of like what the fuck and all the insane things. But like when you find out that she's been secretly married to Dr. Manhattan the entire thing, her being in disbelief at a lot of situations she's found on kind of plays hollow. <laughs> and I, I you know, I, I I'd have to go back it, and I watch the so. show, but like they make a lot of her just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? This How is crazy. This, this is crazy. You're married to Dr. Manhattan who right. has a forget me all portal stuck in his brain. How can anything be cosmically insane when something like that happens? Yeah. It, I mean, it's not even just that it's something about what Regina is bringing to that role that doesn't quite strike me as like, this is, I, I don't know. Does it sound stupid to say this is a character who, this is an actress who almost understands exactly the role she's playing, but Maggie Gyllenhaal understands completely that role. Like she, she somehow just felt like she slipped into the role more effortlessly. Hmm. I don't know. She's also had two seasons more to to get in that character. That's true. In, in like a yeah. decade and a half of the character's time. Whereas I guess we're, that they're, they play a similar amount of times that everything's so compressed. I don't know. I don't um, know how to rank these just because they're so different. They're so fucking different. The Watchmen is nothing like the Deuce. And therefore right. the performances that come out of it are nothing like the Deuce. Right. Um, when did, when was the last season? I almost season? think it's easier to compare like Carmen Jogo to the work that Maggie and Emily are doing in the deuce did i can't remember because i can't find it but did did not regina king outduel carrie coon in season two of the uh the leftovers i don't think so really pretty sure that was not the case hmm. what Go year back. would have that been to, 2017 to, uh, 2015 no 2017 to season three what she Is was barely even in old? uh 2016 <laughs> it's why 15 i think yeah no regina king got number one over carrie coon Damn. Uh, in 2015, so it's like, I wonder if that was because we knew that Carrie Coon was going to do even more excellent work. I just think there's. Somehow. I think that, I think Regina had a lot more to do that season. I, I think you're right. Yeah, that was that was not the season where she's jumping on the trampoline. That was no, the season before. That was it. the only thing she was in season season okay. two. It's like I, you I know, was the confusing Murphy's, those two. I Murphy's, was like, what the fuck? Murphy's arguably the star of that that season. Yeah. Um, I yes. don't know. I I think it's better. But it's a subjective thing. It is. Let me ask you, okay, so let me ask you this. Uh, who do you got, uh, Carmen or Regina? See, here's where I think we have an interesting conversation because Carmen Ajogo is doing very similar 
stylistically stuff to Maggie Gyllenhaal, and I think they both could be in contention for number one. I was going to suggest a Carmen. I see. I was going to. Uh, I don't know. I think I like what Carmen's doing a little bit better than Regina King, but it's so hard because Regina. It's such a fucking. <sighs> Regina King is a fantasy or Regina King as Angela Abar is a fantasy character in a science mm-hmm. fiction show. Um, in a very weird science fiction show. Whereas Carmen Ajogo is a very grounded performance of a very particular, and they both all honestly deal with a lot of like, you know, kind of race and society. Cause mm-hmm. that was one of the, the big things is like the, the glass ceiling that uh, Mahershala's character was feeling that he couldn't arise yeah. above and, you know, state police of Arkansas, um, you know, less accomplished, but genial white man was always advancing over. Like, there's a lot of like they said stuff, um, subtly or n- not even so subtly in, in True Detective. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's like kind of like, uh, you know, if 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 Shora was doing as good a work as President of Space and uh, Expanse as like Maggie Maggie Gyllenhaal, you'd probably still give Maggie the one up because, you know, it's just a better role. I know. I always have trouble se- separating the role from the performance from and, the and, show. And like your own biases, inbuilt biases about genre, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I treat serious shows with more respect. Yeah. Um, and The Watchmen is, in my opinion, not a very serious show. It has serious subject matter, but it's a ridiculous it's show. A fantasy show, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, I'm, I'm fine with putting Carmen above Regina... Um, but I kind of think Carmen should be, I don't know. Like you, you, you're really going to fight for, are you really going to fight for Maggie to be in the top spot overall? No, I'm, I'm saying out of like, if you were to take these women, make it over. I don't think anyone else is. Yeah. I'm well, hmm. We'll have to talk about it more, but yeah, I, my, my big question mark is Carmen Ajogo or Maggie Gyllenhaal at number one right now. Okay. Uh... Because I think both of them are doing just outstanding work um man so do okay do you think that regina is better than emily mead on the deuce okay (laughs) because i do jesus christ clearly i do yeah you you obviously do and i'm i'm inclined to go with that because i do think regina king was great I just think I think she had a lot more standout episodes and scenes, and and she's Italy. got a far bigger role. Like, yeah, she's the star of that. The show. Deuce is a fucking ensemble. Like, once you get yeah. out the between, like, like Maggie Gyllenhaal is a one plot for the lady side, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, fucking what the hell, Vince? What's the guy's name? The J- James Franco. Thank you. James yeah. Franco is one A on the 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 men the men side, but like yeah. it's a true ensemble. It's like the wire, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so boom. All right. I think I'm I'm pretty happy with that top so far. The top four so far. Um, and now we're back in the comedy zone. Did we discuss whether Carly or Grace Gummer can can get above Phoebe Waller Bridge or Natasha Leone? Because I say I, no. I agree. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, and we've already decided that like Darcy Carden and Anna Fabriga from Los Espookes and uh, The Good Place can't get above Carly and Grace. I think because their roles are less starring roles. Because I like Carly Chagan certainly is a star of yep. Mr. Robot this sure. season. 
Grace Gummer, you can make an argument that she is a star because a lot of the plot in the episodes revolves around her this season. What if I told you uh, Darcy Carden is as Janet's better than both of them? Damn, like, I might like that. Like if this was a if this was a season of the Good Place that did not include her doing spot. But she had a showpiece episode imp- impressions of every character on the show. Uh-huh. I would say no, you're crazy. But damn. I, I, I think comedic. that Janet is my is like the Amos of Good Place. Yeah, where she's not the star, but she's my clear favorite. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I'm, I really love Janet. So we want to I, do okay, something I agree with like that, yeah. that. I could get behind that. Yeah. Okay, so as a but stands, I really think that's where it stops. We got Maggie Gyllenhaal as number uh, as Eileen uh, Merrill from The Deuce, number one. Carmen Ajogo as Amy Reardon from True, Detar- True, Detar- True Target. Detective? True Detective. True uh, As True Detective, number three, Regina King as Angela Abar from Watchmen. Number four, Emily Mead. Lori Madison uh, from The Deuce. Uh, five, uh, our first comedy. This might be the first comedy in the top five of uh, actor ever. Phoebe Waller-Bridge as Fleabag from Fleabag. Mm, uh, six, damn. Natasha Lyonne and Nadia from Russian Doll. Seven, Darcy Carden as Janet from The Good Place. Eight, Carly Chaikin as Darlene from Mr. Robot. And nine, Grace Gummer as Dominique Dom DePiro from Mr. Robot. And ten, Anna Fabriga as Tati from Los Spookes. Phoebe Waller-Bridge feels like she's getting the shaft because, yes, it's a comedic performance. Well, who do you want? I mean, but I, I, I will I'm entertain. Time. I will entertain her being higher than Emily Mead, but I'm going to have a real hard time. Yeah, I, I'm having a hard time with Emily Mead even because she's so fucking good. Yeah, like uh, did Phoebe Waller-Bridge blow her brains out in Fleabag? No, she just no, walked away. She got away. a little healthier. She just walked away into the blurry uh, uh, background. Yeah, you know what she's what she's doing is really fucking difficult. I just I just want to talk about her for a second because we haven't. Okay, yeah, it's really hard because she has a lot. She's got a focus that is split between us as an audience and the character she's interacting with in the show. And and she flips back and forth with those seamlessly and rapid fire in a way that's like really hard to do. And she does some things that are pretty indefensible and vile, like both that we come to appreciate and like the, the, the she's, she's like, imagine I fucking the priest is like seducing this priest is pretty fucking vile in my opinion. Well, like the, you know, stealing your best for like not even stealing, just like fucking your best friend's boyfriend just because to feel something, which later causes oh, your best friend to kill herself. Nine times guy. I don't know. No, I don't know. Oh I just, wait, your friend's boyfriend. Yeah, this is the, this is something you missed in season one. Oh, okay. Like like what I'm saying is like she's essentially in a lot of ways D from All Always Sunny, except for you always you you can't she's not a terrible person you know mm-hmm. that like this is because she's messed up from her you know her mom died young her dad was well-meaning but he just didn't have the skills necessary to raise these girls and as a result her older sister became this overbearing like parental mother figure and she kind of like was a like left to twist in the breeze and you know she she's d from uh she's she's d from always sunny but she's more relatable she's got a backstory that makes you feel sorry for her but it's very hard mm-hmm. to do to to play that like yeah. kind of bad character that you kind of root for to do bad things but also you don't ever turn against her you 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 can't 
get her to like Walter White levels. Uh, and I think that's very that's a very hard thing to do. And she has a, a standout moment or two. Like I mentioned, that confessional scene. Mm-hmm. Um, she brings everything she needs to bring to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's fantastic. And I, I do really appreciate like the way she's flipping back and forth between addressing us as an audience member and also yeah. the characters in the scene. And she did the whole kit and caboodle. I know. She fucking wrote that thing. She directed a lot of it. It's, it's based impressive. on a one woman like or a play that she did. Like she's very, very at the same time she's doing this, she was writing Killing Eve, mm-hmm. which is an another amazing uh unique I kinda I, I mean its reputation is a falls off in season two. I haven't started season two. But like she was doing all this at the same time. Like what a creative what a what a level of creative output and, and work ethic. I mean, I don't know how she. I don't I honestly don't know how she did it. Uh, she had one of those time turner turners like Hermione from the third Harry Potter movie. Uh, I, I can wanna... I make an argument that Natasha Leone might be too high? Because as far as I can tell, she play. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of her, but she's essentially playing the same character she did in uh, Orange is the New Black. This is the argument I'll make when Danny McBride comes up. This is the day. Yeah, she's she's like she's Danny McBriding. She's Will Ferrell. It's a fantastic character. Yeah. Like and it needs to be, like I can't imagine anyone else doing this. That face, that eyeliner, that hair. Yep. Is doing like half the work. That voice, like that the, voice, the, the chain sm- like right all of it is working but there, there, there's a lifetime of, of of shaping that that went into it you know like yeah it's a lifetime of living and craft that went into to this performance and you got to recognize that too like you're not paying the locksmith a hundred dollars <laughs> because it takes him five minutes to unlock your lock you're you're right. paying for him learning to unlock the locks and I'd driving out there at three o'clock in the morning all and, the all the people who had him unlock doors before paid for that and exact, i'm just paying for the five minutes right exactly exactly <laughs> uh so I, I like i said i you can make an argument that like you're you know maybe valuing that too highly but it's a really good character and it, it's a it's a role that suits her like a, a hand in glove I guess I don't feel bad about this list. I think I feel pretty good about it. Top 10. Top 10 strong. It's and real strong. You, there's like, you know, different tastes. Like I said, I, uh, if it was, I think I would go Carmen, Regina, Maggie. Carmen, Regina, Maggie. Or maybe Ka- Carmen, Maggie, Regina. Wow. Really? Um, yeah, but I don't know because hmm. again, you're talking about two one and duns versus a character who's been built over the course of three years. Yeah, and I'm, and that 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 you know, it's it's not a penalty. It's 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 definitely a boon, but it, it is what it is. Ed, 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 so admitting some of my biases here, I feel bad not putting Phoebe Waller Bridge higher. Oh um, really? Because I'm impressed you cracked the top ten. Has uh, that ever happened? Well, okay, so I feel bad putting Emily Mead, I guess, as high as she is, just because there are two from the Deuce so high. But goddamn, the Deuce is a masterpiece. Uh, I feel bad putting Maggie Gyllenhaal at the top because I know she has won this before for mm-hmm. the Deuce, the same character. Did she really? She actually won. I'm pretty sure she won last year, if if not the first year we did this. Hmm. Uh, let me actually look at that. Nothing is going to change my opinion because I think she, I could see her winning this again this year or perhaps for the first time this year. 
Definitely be like what the 2018 Valdis, probably or potentially 2017 for the first year of Deuce. Best female actor, bam. Uh, oh yeah, it's the Sharp Objects women sh- sweeping it. Uh, and Emily beat her last year over. Oh God, damn! No, best female actor for two years. But I think ago I, was... I, I, I... okay. A Carrie show I didn't Kuhn? even watch. Aubrey Plaza as Lenny Busker on Legion, and then Carrie Coon from Leftovers. Uh, Maggie didn't even. Maggie barely cracked the top five. Uh, from 2017. Okay. Okay. I feel no longer nearly as bad. Uh. <laughs> Your guilt is swaged. It is. Swaged. Yeah. 